Welcome to the Brilliantly Resilient Podcast. What's your train wreck? Everyone has one. The question is, are you going to live there or are you just visiting? Let's check in with Mary Fran and Kristen to learn how to come through not broken, but brilliant. Hey everyone, before we dive into this week's episode, we have a resource that we wanted to tell you about. Transform every week of yours with our brilliance bit that will deliver right to your email inbox. Sign up for it at brilliantlyresilient.net and keep living brilliantly resilient. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Brilliantly Resilient Live show. I'm Kristen Smedley here with my partner in crime, Mary Fran Bontempo. And today it's just the two of us because we couldn't have a guest on. We need to unpack where we just spent time in Charlotte, North Carolina with the most extraordinary group. And we are going to be featuring just a handful of these unbelievable folks that we got to hang out with. They are going to be featured for the next several episodes here on the podcast. So we wanted to give you a little um, intro into who these folks are, where they're from, and, and a little bitty overview of the brilliance bits that were dropping all over Charlotte, North Carolina, (laughs) at least in the Marriott in the city, um, as we were there speaking at this conference. So so we were at the uh, NIDA conference and they are an education company kind of thing. They're a nonprofit actually, just in your world, they're a nonprofit. So they are a nonprofit that, they do all of this education and resources for the folks in public media. So this one that Nita put together was actually for the public media thought leaders and uh, with the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. So are you thinking about Sesame Street (laughs) and Mr. Rogers and Clifford? Yes, that is who we got to spend time with for a couple of days. And I'm telling you, look, when you're in a group where there are Clifford the Big Red Dog little stuffed animals being thrown into the crowd, it was like Oprah with, you get a car, you get a car. <laughs> and when I find myself jumping up and down to get one and everyone around me is jumping up and down too, you know, you found some good people. <laughs> so <laughs> that, we had a good time. So fun. We did have a good time. And this this group, first of all, I also want to throw out there that we are super excited to be working in cooperation with them to develop a brilliantly resilient course. So the mindset there for public media, as everybody who knows public media and public broadcasting knows, and Kristen, you just mentioned all of those wonderful programs. It's about thought leadership. It's about your brilliance. It's about being resilient and coming up for them with programming that is going to resonate with people and help them, you know, help people to find their own brilliance and resilience. And we're working with them to put a course together. So we're super excited about that. But just to be around that vibe, and you and I were just talking before we got on the air about one of the reasons that this is such a dynamic group of people, we talk about values all of the time, These folks share that value system of community, of serving the community, community service, and providing information and the best educational tools to the community. So that whole like-minded mindset made for some incredibly powerful um, conversations 
and and just people in general who were there. I mean, we're hoping one of these days to get General Sean Campbell on the show because he spoke uh, at the conference and you have a personal connection to that, which was really a funny story. Um, but there were so many folks there who talked about their personal journeys with us and and all of them, as we know, everybody has stuff, but their personal journeys and that what that helped them bring to their work of this brilliantly resilient mindset that they all have. Yeah. So so for for those of you listening, if you're thinking, hmm, public media, hmm, PBS, if you're here in the Philly area, WHYY Channel 12 boring. Um, no, (laughs) no, it was like, so when we went into this, you know, we knew that we were there to speak about, we had a a session about the course that we're developing to give folks, you know, what the brilliantly resilient process is, and then to tweak this course specifically to their struggles in their roles in this public media broadcasting. So on the way there, I'm thinking, probably the same that a lot of you were nodding your heads just a second ago. Okay. Well, these are like, you know, station managers and they've got all these struggles right now and they do educational content. Like, I don't know that this is going to be this wild and crazy. Oh my gosh. When the guy, when Tim, that was the one that he's the head of like the, the Nita education thing. And, and he brought us in and he's this super tall, big guy, right? The one night he has big bird socks on like (laughs) that right there gives you the the baseline of the vibe we were dealing with and like you said mary fran the 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 way that they all have these values of commitment to community and elevating communities Mm -hmm. was very evident in in everything they did and and even from like welcoming us sitting down at tables and we didn't even know anybody and introducing each other and then when they had the space program general as a keynote who was brilliant in the things that he talked about and basically everything out of his mouth in that speech was the brilliantly resilient process. And I thought, wow, like you really do know when you're in the room with your kind of people. Yeah. I mean, for sure. And the fact is that they also wanted more of that. So the idea that we talk about this whole brilliantly resilient thing as a process this isn't a one and done. Like you don't get brilliantly resilient and go, yeah, yeah, I, I got that check. <laughs> this is something that they work at all of the time. So, and that, and that vibe is constantly there with these folks. They recognize that learning doesn't stop. Evolving doesn't stop. In fact, one of their keynotes, um, Shannon Cohen was her name. She said something to the effect of anything unwilling to unvolve, un- excuse me, anything unwilling to evolve positions itself to become obsolete. So Mm -hmm. their whole mentality is how can we get better? How can we improve? How can we better serve? So the folks that we spoke to, so many amazing people brought this attitude through their own personal challenges, their own professional challenges. Um, One of the women we talked to, Jen Cook, who's coming up as a general manager down in Orlando, and she talked about being in um, in the, the public sector of TV news and how sometimes it was just so crushing to be there. But instead of completely abandoning that when she shifted gears, she went into this program about crisis talk, like how to create that to how to talk to kids. So when she left public uh, public news, I mean, station news, commercial and went into public media, 
she still brought that sensibility with her and created a whole new thing. So it's not about avoiding the ugly. I think sometimes you think about public media and it's this, oh, isn't that nice? These folks are willing to get down into the nitty gritty and deal with the stuff that matters. You know, what was cool about Jen Cook, by the way, follow her on TikTok if you're on TikTok and Instagram. <laughs> hilarious fun, especially if you love Adele, you are going <laughs> to love her episode, by the way, it was so super fun. Um, totally lost my train of thought because now I'm thinking of Adele, but, <laughs> oh, oh, so, so the thing that, that, um, you know, when, when Jen was talking about when crisis happens, which I, you know, I didn't realize so much crisis happens in Orlando. What is that about? And she dives into that a little bit, but when crisis um, happened with one of the schools, everyone called her and said, what do we say to the kids? And she said, why are you calling me? Like I would know. And they said, because that is what you do. That is your, where you serve. And it really, then we got into a really great conversation about your air quotes brand and what you are known for and what people trust you on. And that I think is the is the word that comes to mind for me with public media and why I love that crowd that we were with. It's that word trust. Yeah. I trust. I mean, I was one that grew up with my oldest brother would relentlessly come at me about the fact that I loved watching Mr. Rogers, <laughs> my house. Look, I have four brothers, right? We were all five kids within eight years. And I was, I was one of the roughest and tumblest of kids. Our house was nuts. And the shows we watched were crazy fun. And I think it was that I had that, that time of peace with Mr. Rogers that he was calm and nobody was screaming and he changed his sweater that's where I developed my love of, of WHYY here in, in Philly of public media. And I just trust them that when they put something out, it is something that is going to be beneficial, trustworthy, and real. Yeah. We also had the opportunity to, uh, to speak to Whitney Reynolds, who has a, the Whitney Reynolds show on public media. And Whitney has made it her mission to also share inspirational stories along the lines of what we do with Brilliantly Resilient. So we had a very good kinship with Whitney. Um, and, and she comes at it from the same perspective that everybody has challenges, but the way we're all walking each other through. So any story that she can share that promotes that idea of, look, there is a way through this and, and the challenges, you are not alone in your challenges. And all of those things are, I think, part of that sense of community that public media really strives to enforce. You are not alone and there is a solution and there's somebody here who can walk you through and hold your hand. And then we talked to the kids who were so oh. awesome. They were so great. They're so awesome. And I, you know, I loved talking to them, but uh, they're, so we're saying the kids that, which we're not supposed, oh, to, say we're not supposed to call yeah. them the kids. I know. We're I reevaluating the language that we're using the young people, <laughs> the young adults, they are actually college students that, that went out and they interview people and it, to get their perspective on things. And it's a mental health based Remind me of the name of the podcast. It's called On Our Minds, On which Our is a Minds. brilliant name for kids because nobody ever at kids stop saying kids, which is a brilliant name for something with young adults because nobody ever asks them. And quite frankly, it's going to be it is a phenomenal resource that we will introduce you to these hosts and producers of it in the episode. But go check it out now for the whole fact of we have not been able to 
um, serve our young people at a level that we want to be able to serve them here at Brilliant Resilient just yet. It's coming. We haven't been able to do it just yet. And this is a phenomenal resource to direct um, our young people too, and your young people in your life for all the things that are on their minds, literally, that they talk to each other about, that they don't have somebody talking down or from experience that's at a 10,000 foot view, you know, years later, it's a, and they were just, they were just fun and, and um, they didn't think that we were dorks. So that was cool. <laughs> <laughs> or at least they didn't act like it, you know, and that so was, insightful, so insightful for young people. And I think that this is what we we tend to overlook and we tend to miss. They are obviously very deep thinkers. They these things are on their minds, as the show mm-hmm. is is called. And to give them an opportunity to share that and share their thoughts and share their concerns is so valuable for us, not only as parents, but as a community to know what our young people are thinking and what their concerns are. And, and we had two other folks that we'll introduce you to, David Brinkley, who is, and I have titles and everything down here somewhere. Where can I find them? David is the, uh, I don't know. Oh, here he is. Executive Director of the Western Kentucky University Public Media. David had a health issue a number of years ago and made plans for his not being here with his family. And thank God, God willing, many years later, he is still here. So he really talks about the whole evolution of that mindset where you, you know, you prepare for things, but you still have to be willing to evolve, whether the news is good or bad. As he said, they made major changes in their lifestyle that now, for example, he and his wife live apart because that was what they thought was going to happen. And yet they're still making it work. They have a wonderful marriage and a relationship. So there are all these things. And we, and we talked to Amy Combs who had a personal loss and all of these people though, the running theme through it, I think is community and building that sense of community and supporting one another, no matter whether it's on a group scale or an individual scale. Yeah. And the cool thing about, about uh, David and Amy, those episodes um, you'll, you'll, you'll hear, you'll see that they are very unique to their very different format from what we've done here at Brilliant Resilient. And, and at first, this is, this is how I think that we should start calling it the Brilliant Resilient lifestyle instead of process. Because when you're living in the brilliantly resilient lifestyle and always have this lens on, when when an episode goes in a completely different direction of what you we our typical format is, most people would probably say, I don't know, we're gonna have to edit that and move it around so that it fits the format. And then when we were on the flight home, we were like, no, probably when we had a glass of wine that night, when we <laughs> finally relaxed a little bit, we were like, wait a minute. It's a, it's a very unique style that is going to be so impactful for the people that need it. And we've decided to now add these types of episodes, sprinkle them in throughout the year for specific topics that people really need to hear an in-depth story from beginning to end a journey. So, so you're going to hear in those episodes, they're very, they're very different where Mary Fran and I back up from the microphone and let these folks share their story. There's, you know, a a suicide prevention, um, um, cancer awareness, like different topics that we really let that person just share beginning to end. Because we know that there's a lot of you out there that just want to hear that all the details that are very similar to your journey. And then that person made it out on the other side. 
So, so you'll hear those unique things and we will, we will in the titles of the episodes, let you know where those special ones are. Yeah. And the, the thing that's beautiful about it is as those folks were talking, you and I, I know you were doing the same thing that I was thinking that throughout their journeys, as we let them speak, we were noticing those brilliantly resilient moments that most of the time we don't even realize we're having in those moments of, of challenge and, and tragedy and, and all of those things that are really tough in life. But this is why we call this a process. And we say you have to look at your life with intention because you have those brilliant moments in you and they rise to the surface in your challenges. We tend to, because we don't want to look at challenges, we don't want to review them. We tend to go, okay, that's over, push that away. But when you look back at those things with intention, you can see your strengths. You can find those moments of brilliance that you have. And that's what we talk about, taking that and moving that forward to the next phase of your life. And all of these folks shared moments like that. It was just it was just a brilliant conference to be at. We were so honored. Well, as we wrap this up, I think that we should end with the comment after our presentation <laughs> when the woman came up and she said, wow, I really expected to hate this session. <laughs> she did. And, and she didn't. But she, it was interesting because she used, she said, I figured it was just another one of those toxic positivity sessions. And I was, I was shocked. She was shocked to realize that this is the real deal with real strategies, real stories, and a real new way of going about things that you don't end up stuck and not just, hey, well, you know, walk around the block for five minutes and you'll feel better. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that opportunity to really get into life's nitty gritty because that's where we came from. And, and we really want people to understand that even though we have a good time and we talk and we talk about brilliance and all those things, this is grounded in yuck. I mean, it really is. Yeah. It's grounded in the tough stuff. But again, that is where we find our brilliance. And it was really refreshing to hear her say that not only didn't she hate us, she actually loved it. So that was yeah. great. That was so there great. There you go. There's our testimonial of the year. I expected this to suck and it didn't. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you're welcome. But listen, so in all seriousness, these are the next several episodes that are coming out on the podcast. And, and I am not being salesy or pitchy here. I'm telling you, go to the podcast and subscribe because then you get the notification that the new episode is. I don't know if you're going to remember every Tuesday to go out and get that episode. You're going to want to hear these ones. And, and they are legit live recordings from there were people what we found this this like little kitchen area in the midst of like the the mega conference so when you see the videos it's like welcome to our new kitchen look at our <laughs> set we're amazing <laughs> so you may hear like the people walking and talking in the background which i think adds a pretty cool element to it um especially in some of our harder topics when we talked with some of those folks um it lightens the load just a little bit but and also have a little grace with your um if you're one of the perfectionists with audio like my boy you know, there's a little bit of stuff in the background, but definitely subscribe so you don't miss those episodes and make sure that you get on the website, brilliantlyresilient.net to sign up for the brilliance bit, because then you also get a notification with the new episode right in that brilliance bit. And you can get a real good flavor in less than one minute of the content that's going to be in there. Yeah, those, those pieces are directly related to the folks that we're talking to that week. So that gives you one of their one of their brilliant gems and gets you right into the flow of what the episode's going to be about. 
All right, everybody, watch for those. Let us know what you think and um, and your reactions to each of them. They're definitely folks that we never would have met had we not have been at that conference, and we were, we're excited to bring them to you. So let us know what, you, what your uh, thoughts are on them, and we'll see you next time. Thanks Bye. for tuning in to the Brilliantly Resilient Podcast. Join our Facebook group and follow us on YouTube to be inspired with tools to reset, rise, and reveal your brilliance.